sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host kenneth cotterell and this morning's show is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about everything from the daily news dump to games to keep an eye on from the daily slate and cap it all off with a three-team parlay of the day feel free to comment as we go through today's episode if you've got any betting questions or plays that you potentially like, and we can chat about them. But before we get into today's episode, today's player shout-out of the day has to go out to Anthony Rizno. The big reason why is because he's on my fantasy team. and uh, <laughs> But he, uh, he had a massive day yesterday for the Yankees. He went three for four with three home runs, six RBIs. But most importantly, it helped the Yankees cover that run line that we needed for the competitive lay of the day so they won 12 to 8 against the Orioles he made sure they covered that line for us and so shout out to Anthony Rizzo for the big day it helped us cash the parlay so our episode is also sponsored by bet 99 for all our Canadian listeners bet 99 offers a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code shooters Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600 for that the first deposit. So head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use this betting show for your picks as well while you're at it. And let's make some money. Always bet responsibly. That's what we preach here at this show. So let's talk about yesterday's bets. Firstly, the juice play of the day was the Brewers' money line. They would have covered run line as well. Uh, all the way up to minus three and a half. So they did really well for us yesterday. But most importantly, we hit our first competitive hedge lay of the day. We got to talk about the fact that the Islanders yesterday, they won four to one, but we took the under six and a half. That was an easy under six and a half that we had. Then we had the Wild and Coyotes, which looked dead in the water. It was one nothing with just a couple minutes left in the second. And by the time we were six minutes into the third, it was 3-3 with the game finishing 4-3 Coyotes. So shout out to them for going over in that game. And then we talk about that Yankees run line. That was 12-8 to for the Yankees. So that's our first winner that we had uh, so far on this show. Odds were over plus 500. So hope you guys tailed with us, made some money off of that one. But then also some of the other bets that we talked about yesterday went really well. Uh, we talked about the Carl Anthony Towns point line. It was over 23 and a half that we talked about. He had 28, so that one would have hit for you. Desmond Bain at over 20 and a half. He had 25. And then Kareem Benzema, anytime score at plus 183. He scored two yesterday, so you could have even got great odds if you decided for over one and a half goals. When we're talking about the hedge fans lay, this is one that we post later on in the day, not necessarily talk about on the show, but the Twins, 
They looked dead in the water. Uh, four to three walk off error though wins them the game uh, at five to four. That shout out to Rob who is four and zero on his picks on this show. He wants to keep it going today to make it five. Chris Paul points and assists over thirty two and a half. Cole hit with thirty three, so right on that line. And then we had the Angels and the Guardians over seven and a half, and unfortunately that one missed at four to one. Sorry, Dylan, for that one. But nonetheless, only one play missed yesterday. That's a pretty great day. So now we're heading into Wagon Wednesday. That's what we're calling it, Wagon Wednesday. And so let's talk about the Daily News Dump. The Heat, they closed out the Hawks 97 to 94. The Heat were minus four and a half, so Atlanta did cover that spread. But they went under easily at 215 and a half. No Lowry or Butler. That changed the line pretty significantly by a few points. After Butler got ruled out with a knee injury, we assumed Lowry wasn't going to go. But Oladipo stepped up with 23-3. and Bam Adebayo with a double-double at 20-11. and And then you got contributions from Hero with 16 and Stress with 15. This, though, I mean, another poor Trey Young performance. 11-8-6. The guy that looked invincible last year in the playoffs. He hasn't been so good this year. DeAndre Hunter had 35-11. and That's promising for the young uh, wing player that they have there. And then Gallinari and Herter with 12. So now what does Atlanta do moving forward? Trey's extension kicks in. Not a lot of cap room with the players that they currently have. They'll lose DeLon Wright to free agency. But are they going to have to make some other moves? They owe John, John, Capella, or John Collins some money, Clint Capella money. They're both owed $18 million plus. Gallinari's due to make $21 million plus and Bogdanovich at 18. So expect some moves from Atlanta this offseason. After the year they had last year, this is a bit of a step back for them moving forward. Second one has to be the Grizzlies win over Minnesota. What a game. What a series. This is one of the best first-round series in a while in the NBA. Memphis with another fourth-quarter comeback. They outscored them 37-24 to in that final quarter. John Morant with the game-winning layup. Uh, Anthony Edwards went for the steal, and he was able to catch it and burn him at the rim. So, Jaw Morant with 30-13-9, and nine, another superstar-like performance from Jaw. He is ascending this postseason the way that he's been playing. Desmond Bain with 25-4. and four. Uh, Brandon Clark with 21-15. and 15. Great performance by him. Jaron Jackson Jr. still with just a 12-point game. So, Desmond is definitely playing like their number two, like we talked about a couple days ago. And we look at Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns, he had a good day, 28-12. and 12. Uh, Anthony Edwards with 22 points. D'Angelo Russell with only 12, though. He's supposed to be that third guy for them. So he needs to step it up if they're going to avoid elimination back in Minnesota for game six. Then we've got the Phoenix Suns and the New Orleans Pelicans game. The Suns won handily, 112-97. They cruised to the under at 215.5, and they covered the minus 6.5. And And it's because their big three showed up in a big way. Mikhail Bridges with 31 and 5. Then you had Chris Paul with 22 and 11. As I said, that player prop just hit. And then you had DeAndre Ayton with 19 and 9. And then they got 12 from Cameron Payne as well. We liked his line a couple days ago. We were wrong there. I guess today is when he finally, or last night is when he finally showed up. Brandon Ingram with 22, 5 and 5. He played okay given how he's played so far in the series. And CJ McCollum with 21, 8 and 5. 
Jonas Valanciunas with a big double-double as well at 17 and 14. Unfortunately, they just didn't have the rest of the team there with them to maybe help them out a bit. We know that Ingram, CJ, and Jay Val are, are leaned on in this series. No Devin Booker, but they definitely needed a bit more help last night, scoring just 97 points. They now head back to New Orleans for Game 6. Can they extend this to a seven-game series, or will it be finished off by Phoenix? And then number four, we had one of the best Champions League games in a while as well, with Manchester City winning 4-3 to over Real Madrid. But if you're a Real Madrid fan, you have to be pretty thrilled, given you had just 40% of the possession. And it looked bleak early. Kevin De Bruyne scores in the second minute. Jesus with one in the 11th, so they're up 2 to nothing early. Benzema cuts it back to 1 in the 33rd minute, so they head into halftime at 2-1. to one. Also cashing that play from earlier. Man City then gets a goal from Foden. Real Madrid answers back pretty quickly with Junior in the 53rd and 55th minute that were when those goals were. Then you got Bernardo Silva. He looked to put the tie to bed with the 74th minute goal. Looked like it was going to finish 4-2. But then Real Madrid gets a penalty. A cheeky chip from Benzema gets him his second of the game. Now they head back to the Bernabeu next Wednesday. Real Madrid has to win outright, but they do have those three away goals. So... They win by one, unless we're seeing another 4-3 game. Looks like they're in an okay spot to advance. This is going to be an exciting game. And lastly, we got the Dallas Stars. They win in a shootout 3-2. And what that means is they have officially clinched a playoff berth, as have the Nashville Predators, eliminating those Vegas Golden Knights. This one went to the seventh round of the shooter. It was Heiskanen who scored the winner there. Jake Ottinger had 35 saves on the day. Logan Thompson had 34, the Golden Knights, and Jason Robertson with two goals for Dallas in that game as well. So they will be heading back to the postseason. So let's look at today's game lines to monitor. MLB-wise, we got to keep an eye on that Oakland and San Francisco game, uh, mostly because we're not sure who's going yet for the Giants. Uh, the A's have Paul Blackburn going, who's been phenomenal this year. 15 innings pitched, 14 Ks. And he's got a 2-0 record heading into this one. If San Francisco has a guy like Discalfani or Rodon going, I like their chances today. But let's see if they're rested up enough, having started just a number of days ago for one of them to go. Then when we look at the NBA, Milwaukee and Chicago. Now this one is mostly just to see whether or not Alex Caruso goes. Uh, he did have that concussion, and he's in concussion protocol. I don't think he'll be cleared in time for this game, but if he is, might affect the line a little bit. Milwaukee's minus 12. Um, they should close it out tonight at home, even if Caruso plays. But if that helps the line out a bit to get it down a point or two for you, so that way you can bet Milwaukee, then, then I would wait to do so. Now... Let's head over to the big games on the slate. These are the games that you want to watch tonight. Uh, whether you're betting them or not, these are the games to tune into. So let's start with the New York Mets. They are 14-5 and five and first in the NL East, and they're taking on the St. Louis Cardinals, who are 9-7 and seven and now second place in the NL Central. This is one to watch because you've got Carrasco going for the Mets. you got Mats going for the Cardinals. Yesterday was a low-scoring 3-0 game with two good pitchers going today. The line is sitting around that 7 mark. 
could be low scoring, but these are two good quality baseball teams. If you want to tune in, the Mets have won the last couple against the Cardinals. So will we see them sweep the series or will we see it be a little bit closer? This is why you want to tune into this one. Then you've got Cleveland. They're they're below 500, but they're still second in the AL Central at seven and nine. They're taking on the LA Angels, who are 10 and seven, second in the AL West. They burned us last night, or at least they burned Dylan on the hedge fans lay with the uh, 4-1 to result. But you've got Plesak going for Cleveland. You've got Shohei Otani, one of the most exciting players in baseball, going for the Angels. They both average almost five runs per game. They're two of the higher scoring teams in the majors so far. They're also both top 10 in hits, but they don't give up a lot of runs either because their pitching staffs are solid. So Otani's always must-watch TV. Uh, what he does, both hitting and pitching-wise, is exciting. So let's see if Cleveland can pick up a win here against Otani or whether he's going to keep it on rolling. And then we've got a Champions League game today, the other semifinal. we got Liverpool taking on Villarreal. Uh, Liverpool are minus 319 today. They are heavy favorites. They're at home. Villarreal at plus 750. That's their odds on the road, and a draw is at plus 400. Now, this one, the over looks enticing. The overs for two and a half is minus 148. You might be thinking that given how yesterday's semifinal went, that we could be in store for another high-scoring game. I'm not quite ready to get there yet, but if you want to go the under three, that is minus 137. Uh, No point in going under two and a half. I think you're starting to get closer to minus 200 range. So if you go under three, you hedge your bet a little bit that if it does finish two to one or three, nothing that it will still uh, be a push for you. And then NBA wise, Denver and Golden State will be the game to watch tonight. Uh, This is more exciting of the two games because I actually give Denver a slight chance to win tonight. Jokic has been special this series. My MVP, he's been great. When Aaron Gordon and Monte Morris and Will Barton, when they help him out, they have a chance, but I just don't see it happening tonight. But I do want to watch this game because it could be the last one that we get to see of Jokic this year after the great season that he had. And so it'll definitely be one that I am tuning into on the slate. So with that, we're going to head over and do our player prop of the day. Uh, Given that we had that Benzema one yesterday, we had the Bane and we had the Cat one. We wanted to start doing a player prop of the day as well for those of you out there that maybe use uh, prize picks or whatever other sites that you use for your player props. They have them over at Bet99 as well, promo code shooters. But player prop of the line today that we like is the Mo Salah anytime goal at minus 126 that you can get on Bet99. Uh, Liverpool at home, I mean, they're heavy favorites. Um, Man City took care of business yesterday. I think they're the two best teams in the world. We're talking about Man City and Liverpool, both in the EPL. I think that this is a, a game where Mo Salah scores at home. Uh, Liverpool wins fairly comfortably, and we're starting to talk about, well, are we going to get to see them both in the final, or will maybe Man City slip up against Madrid in the second leg of the semifinals? So that's the player prop line of the day that I like today. Um, we'll definitely be posting some others later on today for some NBA plays as well. So that is our player prop of the day. But let's end it off with the competitive lay of the day. This is our parlay that we like. 
as I said, it's Wagon Wednesday, and that's what we're rolling with here today on this parlay. So definitely tail with us. It's plus 560 RD odds on this parlay. So let's get down to it. Golden State Warriors minus 8.5 versus Denver today at minus 115. As I said, I think the road ends for Jokic tonight. Uh, no help this year. Michael Porter Jr. got paid all that money to barely play this year due to back issues. Uh, I think it's just a, a burned year for them. Uh, no Jamal Murray either. He hasn't played all season. Jokic has had to do it all on his own. Jordan Poole didn't have a great game last game. I expect him to bounce back, so maybe to keep an eye on his player prop lines today. And with Clay and Wiggins and Draymond and Steph, this is just a loaded Golden State team. My favorites to come out of the West now that uh, Devin Booker is hurt. So I like Golden State to cover that minus eight and a half today. They're an absolute wagon. As we said, it is Wagon Wednesday. So roll with Golden State minus eight and a half. That line was minus 115 last night. The Milwaukee Bucks minus 12 today versus Chicago. I don't think Caruso is going to go. I, I would find it very difficult for him to go. He doesn't make a major impact offensively, but he might help out defensively to keep the score a lot closer. Without him, though, this team does not play great defense. Uh, they already are missing Lonzo Ball, who's another great perimeter defender for them. So the Bucks have all the momentum. They're returning home. I like them to cover this early. I think they're going to be up 15 to 20 at halftime. You're going to be up 25 entering the fourth. And then the Bulls will fold like a cheap lawn chair, and they'll be heading home. Still a good season, though, for the Bulls, given that DeRozan and Levine brought them to the playoffs. They were the one seed for much of the year in the NBA, and then they just kind of faded late and weren't playing their best basketball heading into that postseason. And then our final one is the Liverpool result, which is halftime, full-time. The way this one works is they got to be leading at halftime and at the final whistle. But I like this one because I like the most Salah prop. I don't like Villarreal to score here. I just don't. This this is a very tough environment to go to Anfield and win. Uh, Villarreal has had a good Champions League campaign. I think they've gone further than a lot of people thought they would. Um, this one, though, gives me comfortable win vibes. Um, I feel like it's going to be in the three nothing, maybe three to one or four four one type range. Uh, as I said, we have the most Salah prop line. We're all in on Liverpool today. Uh, we saw a high scoring game yesterday. Didn't want to mess with the over under though, because um, I could very easily see Liverpool also scoring one in the first half and then just sitting on it, uh, maybe adding a second, and then you're looking at that underline. So. That's why we're rolling with the halftime full-time result. We're not giving Villarreal a great chance today against this talented Liverpool side. Uh, so minus 118 are the odds on the Liverpool halftime full-time. It's a bit of a gamble if they don't come out and score in that first half, but we still like the line either way, and the de- value is definitely there. And then our alt play uh, of the day is the Chicago White Sox money line versus Kansas City. Both of these are two terrible baseball teams, but... Dylan Cease is going for the White Sox. That He's about the lone bright point for them. So I like Cease over Granke today on the mound. That's minus 175 with the White Sox at home. So that is our juiced line uh, of the day. If you want to throw it in there with a couple of the plays, maybe you don't love Liverpool and you want to just throw this one in to boost your value a bit, then go for it. But that is our alt lay play if rain delay or no play of the day.
So thank you to everyone who tuned into the live show. Uh, be sure to go and listen to the podcast as well, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and drop us a five-star rating while you're there. We want to continue to grow, grow the community. We'll have our hedge fans lay of the day later on on our social media platforms. Let's see if Rob can get to 5-0, and given how well he's been doing as of late. But we've got a great list of, of people that submit picks every day, and, and only a few make them in there. So uh, we appreciate everyone that tuned in, and we'll see you tomorrow morning for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.